Good morning, y'all. It is your girl, Dolly Mama. It is currently 721. I've been up for about an hour because my goddamn upstairs neighbor. I mean, I know that they like, I don't want to call him a she, but I think this way, I don't know, but my neighbor upstairs is big as a motherfucking beluga wheel. And even though she's, or he's their big person, it does not take all that to fucking get up out of bed. It sounds like this bitch is throwing somebody from the top, like, of the building all the way down every morning. It just sounds like a big-ass thud, big-ass crash, big-ass thump every fucking morning. Like, every fucking morning. So, yeah, that's why I'm up. But with eating up a little early... I saw that. I saw. I'm not from New York or D.C. I'm a country girl. Let me get my lingo together. I saw. I saw that I had some more listens last night. And I'm really appreciative. I didn't get a chance to speak on the fact that I am now on Apple Podcasts. So everybody has Apple phone. You guys can go to the podcast app on the phone. And just put in, say it louder. And you'll see my picture. Or if you put in my name, you'll see my picture and you'll see my podcast. And I just think it's so cool that ever since I started this podcast, every time I hear Partisan Fontaine or even when I hear Barty, like I'm like, hey, I know how to go and get it. That's me. Say it louder for the people. Not the pictures in the back because I don't think I can say that without facing any copyright infringement. But yeah, I get so amped. I get so excited. And I'm just so blessed to be able to be able to deliver on this platform. Oh, wait a minute. Can CVS? Is that you? It's like 7.23 in the morning. You know what? Fuck it. I woke up missing my baby daddy so bad, y'all. For those of you who don't know, like I said, I'm going to get a little open on my podcast. My son's father, my best friend, the love of my life, is currently incarcerated at Rice Street Jail. And they're holding him due to the fact that they can't pin anyone else and they can't blame anyone else. So, they have to hold him. But I have faith in the guy that I serve, the guy that, you know, that we all serve, that, you know, they'll see that this is all bullshit and they'll have to release him because they don't really have anything to hold him on anymore. So, with that being said and done, I just know for a fact that, you know, everything will be good in my family be whole. But, with that being said and done, like I said, it's a bottle of Hennessy right here. So, I have to take a shot. So, I'm going to start doing this every morning so everybody can kind of understand my background, where I come from. My baby will <laughs> be getting off of work and come home about 5 or 6 o'clock in the morning with bottles, 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 big bottles. Good, good bottles. You understand me? Hennessy, every type of Ciroc, Patron. In fact, if y'all came to my baby shower, the drink that I made that I didn't even get a chance to taste, <laughs> but that I made, it was sponsored by him. Like, he made sure. I was talking about made sure. It was a real live lit situation, and, like, he means it. Even though when he come home, we got to work on our drinking, because without him, I am great with, with the drinking. I can, you know, drink, still laugh, wake up, and remember with him, we, we'll kill two bottles, a bottle apiece, 
and be like, well, damn, what now? Fall asleep, forget, all sorts of shit. But with that being said and done, um, yeah, I guess I gotta take this shot to start out of my podcast. Because I got some tea to tell. And while I do that, I'm looking for the weed so I can get that going too. But for now, gotta clink the bottom. Baby, how this feel? One shot for me, one shot for you, two shots all together. Thank God I gotta go to work at four today. But bottoms up. Ugh. That shit. It's still dancy as fuck. Ugh. It's just nasty. But anyway. Moving past this shit. It's burning. Alright. Alright. But that was for you, Papa. I know you can't take a shot with me right now. I know if you could, you definitely would. And you know I miss you ever so much. It's like this is it's unexplainable. However, yeah, moving forward. So it's been some things I needed to clear. Uh it's been some things I needed to put a light on, not just clearing up. Like, cause you know when you clear some shit up, it's kinda like cleaning some shit up. And then when you kinda put a light on something, you kinda like exposing something. So yeah. That's what I got going on. And I got a couple things to talk about. I've been trying to find the words without being um, sued. Hold on. Check out you. Without being sued for... Well, it's not defamation if it's the fucking truth. But sometimes people can can um, feel some way about truth and, you know, it's defaming my character. Whatever. So... I've decided to put no names with it and try to not title drop. But I am going to say this. Hopefully, y'all can get it. Okay? And I'll tell y'all who it wasn't. So, y'all can just kind of, you know, do your homework. Because I'm about to drop some clues. Okay? So, everybody know I am a bartender. I do my own work. And I also work with, um, I work at Pascal's, the, the most historic restaurant in Atlanta outside of Busy Bees, outside of um, Mary Matt's Kitchen, Me Teacup Emporium, like Pascal's. I work there. I'm a proud employee of Pascal's, okay? Because the history is so rich and, and the opportunities that I get working there and the people I get to network with and meet and learn from is a, it's a beautiful experience. But nonetheless, I work there. I bartend and I serve and I do private events. Just that simple. I um, did a private event this Saturday, and the beautiful birthday girl, her parents went all out. Her family, her family, they are they are the truth. Her dad, her mom, like her dad, he old school with, he pulled out that, that money clip and was like, here you go, here you go. He literally, because they, they paid for a bar, they literally spent almost $4,000 on a bar, open bar, two bars, one downstairs, one upstairs. And it got to the point where the mama was like, I just really want everybody to come up here. Turn the lights off down here. And I want everybody to come up here. To this bar. The up here is me. I'm up there. And there was another bartender down there. Downstairs. Or where the DJ booth was. And, you know, 
I'm not bothered by it because I'm used to working in fast pace. If you have patience with me, you give me seven drinks as long as you can wait for seven drinks and it's the person next to you. They want four drinks as long as y'all know. I'm making these 11 drinks by myself, but I don't have a two sets of arms coming out helping this one set of arm at the top. One set of arms at the top. Then we, we're good. But, you know, I didn't get any complaints. The mom, the dad, the aunts, the great aunts loved me. And I'm here for that. All her friends loved me. Passed out some of my cards. Got some got some texts about some future events. Come to some parties. Because they didn't believe I was 30. I'm about to be 31 with a two-year-old. Well, with a one-year-old. That's about to be two. Nobody believe it. So, anyway. The birthday girl with her fine ass was escorted in by... Okay, how can I put this? She was escorted in by... Y'all know Wayne stepped down as a president of Young Money when all that shit was going down, right? So I'm just saying that. Wayne is no longer the president of Young Money, but he still is Young Money. There's another person that is now the president of Young Money. So she walked in with someone of a, of a nice stature of Young Money. And as soon as he walks in the door, he comes to my bar and he says, Excuse me, Miss Bartender, can you please put this up? Can you please hold this for me? I'm like, sure. When he first walked through the door, I already know who the fuck he is. Because one thing I've done since I was, we moved to Georgia in 1996. I was nine years old, eight years old. When they had me singing for random ass people in the middle of the street, when they had me writing music to save lives and, and to fucking to, to try to pay bills. Like, y'all don't understand. Like, I, it is my business. Like, everybody wonder why I be knowing who the fuck people be in the industry. First of all, motherfuckers, it was, a, it was an assignment. Okay? I grew up studying this shit. I was trying to get the fuck up out of my suburban hood. Okay? My suburban ass hood with my real life ass problems that nobody knew what the fuck I was going through. I swear, I put this on everything. I know this is totally off subject. But when people question why I know people, damn, you know everybody, you a groupie. No, bitch, I'm not a groupie. When I was 11 years old, 12 years old, like I, y'all heard in my first podcast, I, I, I'm open about being a, a, a sexual abuse victim. And I'm an advocate for, for victims. You understand what I'm saying? And when I was a young girl, I was twice as a kid and as a preteen. You understand what I'm saying? And the only escape I had was music. The only getaway I had was music. So when we moved to Atlanta, motherfucker, I knew I was finna blow. And actually, just to drop a couple of facts, because I'm dropping facts on myself. I was in a group. My friend TC, his mom was our manager. If Miss Phyllis never would have never left, because first of all, she was a nurse and she was a traveling nurse, so the bag was always secured. Now, if she would have Matthew knows us, which means quit her job and pursued us on full time. First of all, I've been on the shade room, Kiki and talking shit with everybody else, cause I would have been up there. I would have been a child star. Now protecting us from our Catholic would have been a job at the time. Because when I was coming up, Disney's child was still a group. When I was in group Disney Shadow was still a group. When I was writing music, Disney Shadow was still in a group. Black was a group, 3LW was a group. When I was in a group, we formed our group based off of 3LW. That's how old my shit is. So I know pretty much like the music industry, it was it was like an open book test a lot of the times. 
because we had to know who was who. We had to know who was who so we can know who was working with. We had to study these folks. And some of us stopped. I just never did. And with me not singing anymore or want to pursue singing or anything or writing or anything like I might pick back up on writing because writing is dope. I just get blocked. But, you know, but with me, you know, picking back up on that, I would, you know, have to know who the fuck all these people are. So I'm the only person that legit still stuck in the industry, even after going places, singing live, even after crying. I'm talking about good ass whooping tears for singing. Like my dad used to Joe Jackson my ass. And I wish for two minutes that I would have just been like, you know what? Let's get this motherfucker job off. I'm tired of seeing these departments. But anyway. I just really got all the way off subject. But it was always my job to know who was who. So I knew who that person was when he walked through the door. Because when I've seen him on his documentaries too. He's Lil Wayne's best friend. And I'm not talking about Mac Man. And um, he's just always been there. I wouldn't be a person who would call themselves a true lover of music. A true lover of hip hop. And a big ass Wheezy fan if I didn't know who the fuck this man was. Okay? Because honestly when he walked through the door... I kind of was leaning to the right. My head kind of caught to the side looking to see if I was going to see Blunt Dread pop up. But I did get an email saying he was going to have a concert here that Saturday before the Super Bowl. So it was kind of like a close connection. So I feel like I'm going to see that person again. And the morals of my brand, I'll probably close it with that part. But um, yeah, he walked in. He escorted, he escorted the, the birthday girl. And like I said, very beautiful young lady. Asked me to hold their things, I held their things. Again, there's a bar downstairs. There's a bartender. She's capable of making all the drinks. We even went over the birthday girl drink ourselves. We came up with the birthday girl drink. They they did that for us. You know, they printed out a picture. You know, we was delivering it. I don't know if hers was tasting the same as mine. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. But the whole party kept coming upstairs to my bar. He would have me making four to five drinks at a time. My tip jar was mainly tipped by the birthday girl's father. I had a group of boys give me $30. Like I said, it's an open bar. They they paid this bar out. So you want a double shot of Hennessy? I got to give you a double shot of Hennessy. You want a triple shot of motherfucking Grand Marnier on the rocks with a line? I have to give you that. These are real orders that I was getting. I have to give you that. These folks been paid already. Y'all can do another liquor order. Like, I literally went through six bottles of Hennessy. Two bottles of Grand Marnier. Four bottles of Patron. Like, Crown. Well, I didn't go through that much Crown. But you know what I'm saying? I was going through this liquor. Like, I, I, these folks paid for it. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm giving these people what they want. And he keeps coming to my bar. After he asked me to hold their stuff. I, You know, he comes to my bar. I'm talking about my podcast. I'm talking about, you know, what I got going on. Because one of her uncles, one of her great uncles asked, you know. He was like, so what is it that you do, young lady? Like, you're you're very vibrant. You know, I love your aura. You're giving off positive vibes. Like, we need that. We love that. And I was like, well, you know, I'm 30 years old. I'll be 31. And, of course, that always takes people back. Because I don't fucking look my age. I barely look 25, okay? So, it was just like, of course, that took people back. And then, you know, I was letting them know that I have um, a couple of courses I'm getting ready to take. Because I'm getting ready to start this new business opportunity. I have been telling myself and kicking my own ass to keep all of my um uh, my ventures my business ventures to myself until the fruit starts to produce 
So this is the hardest thing ever, but I was letting them know that I'm taking courses to elevate some of my certain skills that I have. And I was telling them that I have a podcast and, you know, talking about how I partend, you know, mobily and, you know, things that I do. And this person from Young Money became intrigued in what I was talking about. I wasn't even talking to him. I was talking to everybody else and he just so happened to walk up, tell me what he wanted to drink. And I was making his shit seven drinks at a time. And... He was interested in what I was talking about. Oh, really? You have a podcast? What is your podcast focus on? Society and culture? I'm with the culture. I talk about everything. I'm a new mom. I have a, you know, a baby. He's going through terrible tools. I, I talk about prison reform, jail reform, all this shit. My, my best friend, my son's father, the love of my life, he's in jail. I am a hip-hop head. That's why I know who you are when you walk through the door. And this is how I'm talking. I'm like, that's how we were. We walk through the door. Like, I love music. I know any and everybody and you are the left hand man because I know who his right hand man is but you are the left hand man to my favorite rapper I've seen you of course you've never seen nobody but I've seen you so you know I'm trying to you know stay relevant but stay out the way and still get paid and everybody was kind of feeling that and understand that I had somebody come and help me with my bar but by the time I got this relief my bar was already taken care of. It was about 50 people at my bar. And with those 50 people, I still had to make multiple drinks because some people were taking drinks downstairs and come back upstairs to me to sit and chill with me. So it was like, everybody's listening to me, everybody's talking. I get everybody on point and on guard. They're like, oh, you got a podcast? Say it loud for the people in the back. Okay, we lit. On cue, partisan fun time starts playing. And I just, you know, I'm like, you know how to go and get a bag, don't you? He talking about me. He talking about me. And everybody at the bar is lit with me. So I'm like, it's only right. Like, this is this is the opening. Like, my, my the name of my show is called Say It Louder for the People in the Back. This is my song right here. Like, it's only right. So they was challenging me. I'm like, shit, y'all trying to go live? We can go live. We can jump on my podcast. And we can get them to snap right now. What's good? So this young money person agreed. Like, he was like, yeah, what's up? Let's go. Because everybody want to see what I was talking about. Everybody want to know if I had the juice. I got the motherfucking juice. I was ready to show them that I had the juice. I'm on the way to get my motherfucking phone off the charger and utter chaos breaks out. Utter motherfucking chaos break out. Motherfucking orange juice gets knocked over and knocked over into these girls. Expensive ass motherfucking Ugg slippers, the furry slippers that they just came out with the fur all around the motherfuckers. Those motherfucking this man had a expensive ass Versace umbrella back there. I ain't Superman my ass. If I did not Superman my ass fast enough to get that motherfucker out the way, I can't replace none of that. Y'all ain't to be good enough to even pay for a gold flag off of a Versace motherfucking umbrella case cover. So I'm trying to figure out what the fuck. My people just fucked me up like that. So when all that happened, when the chaos erupted, instantly everybody was like, you know what? We'll be right back. We'll, we'll be back. And some of them never came back. Some of them never came back. So I'm not really mad at this young money guy because that the, the not tipping me part would have been okay if the platform that I was getting ready to unlock and tap into 
would have been rich. Like I'm, I'm, I'm trying to tell you, like I wouldn't give a damn about none of that. Like I, it, when he left, when I left, because at, at this time, from the orange juice getting knocked over to the rest of the time of the party, I get frustrated, and it's not with them. And I, you know, I still give them my love. In fact, I even stay. I keep my bar open until they get ready to leave, and they were supposed to be done at one o'clock. So I'm keeping my bar open. I'm still moving. I'm still shaking it. And I'm like, this man has hit me. Let me go give him his shit so he'll know. You know what I'm saying? I'm honest. Blah, blah, blah. I go take this man's shit, his jacket. I go, you know. All right. I ain't get that. I ain't no tip. This man worth $66 million. I know I Googled that shit while he was sitting there. $66 million. His title not only is some level that's not a musician of young money, but it says film fucking producer. You produce films. I would have been content with $100. Drop a hundred show. I done made 50 drinks damn near for you. You could show your appreciation. The girl who you escorted, her family paid for this whole motherfucking event. The bars. Baby boy, it might be some own voice. You could have fucked with your girl. Not with your girl, with your girl. Like, you could have helped me, please. But y'all didn't. So, so I think my podcast got cut off at a certain point. I had just been going on and on and on, and I didn't even know. So, I guess um, I need to hurry up and stop talking about that. So, long story short, yeah, nobody really tipped me but her family. And this person, he is worth $66 million. And he didn't come through how I needed him to come through. However, I'm going to catch his ass down here. It's super bowl. I feel it. And when I see him, I'm going to say something. Period. Don't go to the booty clubs and throw no money. And that's just going to be that. Secondly, I woke up this morning and Alyssa Scott was clicking at Rob Kardashian house. But then he said he'd been on her for five years. But Black China was your baby mama within them five years? Mm-hmm. Sit. Bruh. Mo, you know. Monisha. What's up? Like, is she moving past Fetty and just going to a Kardashian? I think Alexis Kardashian would be kind of cute. I think her personality fits in with his sisters. That's what she been wanting anyway. So, what ifs? And I just. Oh, I'm not going to jump on her as a mom. Because I'm a mom first. And I know girls need love to shot the summer. That's one of my favorite songs. But with her baby being sick and stuff like how she was, I know you got to, mama got to live too. Unless you had to work and have gigs out here in L.A., I just didn't see the, the reason for you to be out here parlaying without your kid. I know you're not going to bring your kid around everybody. But at the same time, you went to Robert Kardashian's house. You're cooking food for Rob. You out here, you know, doing you. But the baby is in New York, probably. But your grandma, she's pretty old. And I just feel like at that age, babies are very active. Unless you got a nanny, which I feel like you probably do. Because, you know, you got a little coin. And you bartend, too. Or dance still, right? I heard you was bartending. But I don't know. Whatever you're doing, sis. Big up to you. But I just feel like they're saying that the baby is sick and she has to go through so much stuff. And I just feel like if that wasn't a business move or you ain't trying to get knocked up to secure the sperm and the bag, man, you shouldn't have done it. Um, Because it just looks messy and it looks tacky. 
And I'm with Toke on this one. Like, y'all should have been fighting. Y'all should have just said what's up to each other from across the room. If she asked you to come over there, you should have still been like, nah, bitch. Like, hey, what's up, girl? We cute. We cool. We'll take a picture. I'm going to go back over here because you got enough clout to have your own section. So I don't even know why you fucking want to sit in this whole section like that anyway. And then, you know what I hate? I hate when people start talking about, bitch, you do drugs. You're a drug addict. Okay. Everybody in LA do drugs. Everybody. Everybody in LA do drugs. I've been to LA before. I've saw the drug shit go down, down. And I've saw it happen. And I've been like, damn, you. But I love shit. You know what I'm saying? That's them. That ain't my motherfucking body. Shit. How the fuck they live their lives is how the fuck they live their life, okay? Stop getting on social media and calling people out about being on drugs. Anything that is addictive can be considered a drug. Some of you hoes is addicted to the night. You're on the plastic surgery drugs. You're addicted to it. Only when your ass started decaying and this when, you know, you don't want to be addicted to it no more. But you know, already had your nose chopped off, your lips blown up. Your titties hardened because y'all not getting implants. Y'all let a motherfucker inject y'all with some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, motherfuckers ain't fat transfers. They out here, goddamn, making cement ass clap and shit. You know, crumbled booty asses. But, needless to say, I am one of them people that be like, damn, my ass not big. I should go to Jack Hurts. But, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to gain weight so I can do a fat transfer. I ain't trying to have no fix a flat ass. I ain't. I had a son. I ain't had titties before. Now I got a little titty meat. Little titty meat. And I'm trying to get a little bracelet. Shit. Let these boy boobs sit up. These cute little A cups sit up. That's it. Now I did some squats. My butt like it lifted a little bit. But it's still teardropish. So I'm trying to gain weight so I can put some fat back there. It's still going to be soft. It's going to pop back. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like a little Pillsbury Dome man. But, like... Oh no! Stop bringing up people's drug motherfucking habits, okay? Don't because it's like, oh, you can't stand in this. Oh, you're on drugs, okay? Where's your proof? Do you have a picture? Everybody gonna want to see a picture? Put it in the shade room. Like, who cares? Who fucking cares, B? Who cares? Who fucking cares? Like that is like the line that everybody hit. But people only do it to people that be like. You know I'll never, you know, even if you make me mad or even if I stop fucking with you, like I never ate shit out. The bitch that they're saying is who be the bitch they be like, and guess what? This whole do drugs. How if I told the world what the fuck you do, they probably won't be surprised because you probably not already did it. But they won't believe you if you said that about me. I'ma say that louder for the people in the back because that's something that just touched me personally. Per personally. Damn, I'm sounding like Keely from 3 rw I'm getting a little tired, broken promise like I can't talk or something. Anyway, people probably wouldn't believe, you know what I'm saying? But people just, they just go out their way to try to, you know, tame people's character. And it's 2019. Y'all think that motherfucking telling people that these hoes out here doing drugs, when a lot of these hoes out here doing drugs, especially in LA? Come on now. I am a mom for marijuana. And I am, like, literally, like, the mom that wakes her kid, goes to sleep. I turn the shower on. I go in the bathroom. And I really sometimes sit in the, in the shower you know what I'm saying? Because I don't, I don't need that, that that type of drama in my life. But I do smoke, and I I don't see an issue with that. But people that do, you know, fuck you. 
and your mama because you probably do crack or you probably snort coke just to vacuum your house and clean your whole house so that's your life not mine and i just feel like anybody has anything to say about that meet me at me drop that pen sis or bris because my brothers who be acting like sisters be real bitches too and i can go there because when it comes to certain shit like that, I just feel like you need to just to stay in your lane. Like, if you don't want nobody breaking up no shit about you, don't try to tarnish what anybody else has going on. And that's what a lot of us do. We wait for, like, the shit to just really pop off and get on social media. Like, that's some coward-ass, hoe-ass shit. So, to end my segment today, I'm going to say this louder for the people in the back. Like, stop calling these motherfuckers out about their drug habits. Everybody know they on drugs. Everybody in LA on drugs. And if they not, that's a surprise. Okay, wonderful. Two, y'all out here doing this petty tip for tat shit. These hoes still fighting. China about to be 31. We the same age. Alexis is younger than this one. We ain't got time for that. Bitch, move forward. You shouldn't have called that hoe up there to that section. You should have waved to that bitch from the far right down, wherever the fuck she was. Hey, girl, what's up, bitch? Bye, bitch. Okay, moving forward. Guess this person who is worth $66 million, who is now the president of Young Money, I just gave out the biggest hint ever, Google it, did come to my job, he was very nice, he was very hospitable, he was dressed to the T, but he did not tip me, again, he did not tip me, he did not tip me at all, being worth $66 million, and you've come to me multiple times to make more than five drinks at a time, I just feel like maybe you should ask the bitch for a cash app, send it to me in secrecy or something, or we should have continued and you could have jumped on my blog, I keep saying blog, bitch, podcast. I ain't writing this shit. This is verbal. You getting all of this just like this. No, it isn't nothing. And that's something I don't do too. Like, once I record this shit, like, I just record them. I don't even go back and listen. I just tell all y'all to because I really don't like the way I sound. That's why I'm glad I can't hear me talk on the phone. But everybody else is saying, you know, good things. So, you know, I just record this shit and I, I put it up there. It's up there. It's uncut. It's me. It is what it is. So, yeah, that part. Um, what else am I saying here? Take care of your children. Your children become first before any petty antics. But I shouldn't have to say that, cause real moms know that. Um, I miss my son's father. I miss my best friend so so much. Free him, free him, free him. Keep my family in your prayers. And if everybody could, please, please, please pray for my 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 college sister, my friend Elena Foreman. Well, excuse me, her last name is Edwards now. Elena Edwards, um, she lost her mom. So just a little moment for her mom because she was a very sweet lady. She used to, you know, her and my dad and some of our other friends, parents, they used to, you know, all chip in and, you know, take us to and from school because we all live in the same area. So one parent would pick us up, meet at the meeting place, and one parent would, you know, drop us back off. You know, that would be the, the trade-off. And, you know, they didn't stay far. When my dad was first diagnosed with congestive heart failure, her mom worked at the hospital, and it was kind of, like, alarmed. And Elena has always been there for me, you know, with my dad being diagnosed, even to down to my son being born. So um, if I could just have... A little moment of silence for Miss Foreman and her family. All right, so 
with all that being said and done, y'all love y'all family. Y'all love y'all selves. Y'all hug y'all babies. Y'all kiss y'all babies. And I'm going to say it louder. Hug y'all babies. Kiss y'all babies. Treat y'all family like y'all will never see them again. Tip y'all service. Tip y'all bartenders. Don't make nobody call y'all asses out. Don't be cheap. Don't have nobody busting their ass if you're not going to show your appreciation. Because really, it don't be about the money being given. It's about being rushed. Have people talk to you like you're crazy. If then you creating things for these people. You're remembering what they want. And they can't even show you and appreciate. Like, show their appreciation to you by giving you a dollar or two. It's a bucket. It's a big-ass bucket. It's up there. Don't, don't do that. See, because some of these hoes let y'all slide without paying. Don't come to my bar thinking that y'all won't. I said it. Some of these hoes let y'all slide without paying. Y'all walk at the door without putting that money on that nightstand. That's y'all asses. You won't come in without it if it was me. But, yeah. My son's probably going to wake up soon. And I know, I know, I know. I did it earlier, but I got to end my, my podcast with taking another shot. Because my baby dad, if he was here, he would have showed you up then and said anything. Anything. Sounding like he is gargling mumbo sauce. Because my baby is from D.C. I said it. And I think some of the girl, a lot of her family was from D.C. too. So it was like, you know, it was it was it felt like family in the building. So I'm going to take this shot for him. And then for lunch today, I'm going to go to Toppin's. Even though they've been getting some bad reviews, I'm just going to go because there's somebody just to knows. But even though I probably won't go because when I went when I was pregnant, the cook burnt my wings. And I was just really dead for the mumbo sauce. So I think I might just have um, my father-in-law overnight me some mumbo sauce so I can cook with it. I think I might do that so my baby can get to know the mumbo sauce. So anyway, I'm going to take this shot for my baby. I would pour it down the, the drain, but I'm in Riverdale, and my pipes ain't linked to Rice Street Pipes, so I don't want to waste no Hennessy. So I'm going to just drink it with both of us. And, yeah, no, nah, I definitely ain't pointed down the pipes, because, you know, Hennessy expensive now, shit. The government being shut down and shit, Hennessy might go up another 5 or $10, and I ain't trying to start drinking tequila yet. Oh, oh, shit, I forgot. Today's the Big Bang Party. Today is the Big Bang Party. It is the Big Bang Party in the Gold Room tonight, tonight, tonight. Be there, be square, or you are square because I know I'm up through there, me and my best friend. If y'all see us, say something. Say a lot of for the people in the back. Say, what's up, Kay? Say, what's up, Dolly? Something. Let me know that you see me. As soon as we do that, I'm snapping. I am IGN, and I might go live there, too. So, please, 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 please. Come to the gold room. How the fuck did I forget that? Come to the fucking gold room. Come to the 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 gold room tonight. It will be a motherfucking movie, period. Anybody that's from East Atlanta, that's where I'm from. That's where I was raised since I've been here. I consider myself the princess of East Atlanta. I don't know about nobody else. I don't care about nobody else. But I'm here and I will be there in the flesh don't know what kind of flesh tone dress I'm wearing yet, but a bitch is in the building and she will be bad, okay? So I'm just letting y'all know, please, please, please come the fuck through. Support the hood. Give back to the hood. Say what's up to some of your favorite, you know what I'm saying? Atlanta artists. Network. Get your business out there. If you got some business cards, bring them. If you don't, bitch, run your mouth. Get up through there somewhere. And um, I look forward to seeing everybody. Thank y'all for turning it. 
for, for turning. <laughs> but tuning in to say it louder for the people in the back. This is your girl, Dolly Mama. I am now on Apple motherfucking podcast, Spotify, I think, uh, Stitcher, and there's another one. Um, y'all can follow me on Instagram at Dolly with a zero underscore Mama, M-O-M-M-A-H, on um, Snapchat, Dolly Mama, um, Facebook, Karia, K-A-R-I-A, and just put my last name, Hudson. You'll see Karia Shawnee Chanel, Paige Hudson. And with the Shawnee Chanel, y'all probably get the basis where, you know, y'all feel like I got my name from my mom when y'all see her blogs all over my page because her name is Shawnee also. So, yeah, that's me, and she's Kimberly Shawnee. So, y'all see that, too, so y'all don't get confused. Again, my IG is Dolly underscore Mama, Dolly with a zero, Mama, M-O-M-M-A-H, I believe, and my Snapchat is the same thing. If y'all can't find me, drop me a message here. Send me a message on the Apple Podcast also. Y'all can reach me so many different ways, and I will be sure to answer any questions, correct anything, talk about some shit y'all want me to talk about. It's whatever. It's up there, and I will be going live one day this week. Other than a party tonight. Because I might be so so lit and be so in tune to what's going on. Like, I might forget to do it. Because I'm going to have my phone in my hand getting everybody number. Snapping and taking pictures and stuff. So, I, I might try to squeeze in five minutes to either go live or to, you know, get on a, to get on a, um, who shit, to go live or to either get on Snapchat or to even get on my podcast and start, you know, talking about what's going on. I'm looking forward to seeing trouble, and I hope my girl Cash doll comes down. I love her. So if y'all see Cash, tell her I'm looking for her. And I'm trying to, I don't want her. I just want her to, you know, be like, what's up, bitch? I like Coney Island, and I just want to tell her that because she's from Detroit. I like Coney Island. Give a bitch some food. Let's go eat. I ain't have to get naked for no tennis bracelet either, sis. I ain't got one yet, but I'm working on it. When I get my check, I'm going to buy one myself. It might not be like the one you bought your best friends. But I'm going to give you one. Y'all, y'all pray for me. Ain't nothing wrong. I, I'm just babysitting. I'm not taking this shot and just uh, carrying on because I ain't really trying to let y'all go. And just noticing that it is after I ate my baby still sleep. Yep. So, Papa, this is for you. Mama Foreman, please rest in peace. I'm 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 so sorry about all of this. And um, y'all, this is a wrap up. Thank y'all for tuning in to say it louder for the people in the back. This is your girl Dolly Mama, and I'm out this motherfucker. Ooh. Turn up Tuesdays. Peace out, y'all.